Hello, hello. Uh, welcome to uh, 60 Minutes With. And uh, this is one of our soundcheck episodes. And uh, my name's Steve Woolley. Or as one keyboard warrior called me, the Birmingham Monotone. Actually, I really like that. I think I'm going to adopt it as my new wrestling name. Only trouble is I can't wrestle. I think Chris could give me a couple of pointers. He's good at that kind of thing. Okay, so now I've... Uh, Planted a homoerotic image in Tina's mangled head. I'll get onto the subject of uh, this podcast, in which we're going to go 21st century with a look at the 2010 Chateau Revenge albums by the Silver Seas. Uh, not heard of it? Well, how do I describe the music? Uh, funny enough, um, I was playing this a while back, and uh, a mate uh, was listening, and he said, "Do." Well, that sounds a bit like Yacht Rock. And uh, I did what everybody does who comes across something that they, they're they not that familiar with. I waited for him to disappear, then I Googled it. And uh, it seems uh, Yacht Rock was uh, sort of based on a, an internet TV show about rock stars who live on yachts. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, and it, it came to sort of spawn a sort of a genre, really, of, of music and... Um, I uh, I went and had a look at a, a, a Spotify Yacht Rock playlist because my head works like that. And, uh, well, if it is Yacht Rock, they're in good company. Um, I found uh, Buckingham Nix's Fleetwood Mac, Steely Dan, well, got it all. Uh, Hall and Oates, uh, I can go for that. And uh, the golden voice of Mr. Michael McDonald. Um I think it's a little bit uh, sort of disingenuous to call it uh, call the Silver Seas Yacht Rock. I think they've got a few more sort of uh, arrows in their quiver, really. Um, they've got a um, their main writer Daniel Tashin has got a sort of um, a brill building songwriting sensibility. You know, the Goffin and Kings, the Man and Wife, uh, coupled. Because the band uh, come from Nashville, with this sort of old country, Ryan Adams, Ryan Bingham sort of uh, sound. Um, but uh, anyway, I think if we, uh, I think the best thing to do is to uh, let you have a listen to the uh, album opener, and you can make your own uh, minds up. Um, this is um, the Silver Seas, and another bad night's sleep. Coming 
a good friend, a bitter enemy. Uh, there's a common dilemma. Do we uh, stay with the situation and regret it in the morning and get a bad night's sleep? Um, so how did this band enter my consciousness? Uh, well, here's a tale. Uh, one night I went to uh, a gig at one of those uh, Firkin pubs, which uh, seemed to be everywhere at the time, but have now largely disappeared. Uh, it was a double double header, and uh, the actual gig took took place in a cellar, and uh, opened with uh, Donovan Frankenreuter, who's uh, sort of better known as a surfer, um, kind of like Jack Johnson with a, a hat and a beard. Uh, he played uh, kind of a, a slow, sort of bluesy set. Uh, it was very good. And um, during the interval, um, some music was obviously being played. And uh, I heard this song, and it was kind of West Coast, Beach Boys harmonies. And uh, I wondered what it was. And it's one of those occasions where you sort of think, well, do I admit ig ignorance and ask somebody? Uh, which I did, and uh, a couple of people around me didn't know what it was. Uh, I asked the barman if it was being played on a, on a sort of playlist, and he said, no, it was coming through the mixing desk. So I uh, had a wonder over and, and actually uh, asked the guy what was that song that was being played. Um, it's always a guy on a mixing desk, by the way. It's, it's, it's never a girl. Uh, he sort of shook his head, and uh, but asked his his mate the uh, the lighting engineer. I knew it was the lighting engineer because he was standing next to a light switch, and uh, they sort of whispered in each other's ear for a couple of minutes. And he said, uh, "Oh, it's it's by the bees." So I thanked them, uh, went back to my seat, and then I, I watched the main act, which was uh, Angus and Julia Stone. Um, Never, if you never heard of them, um, they're a sort of Australian trippy folk brother and sister. Um, they do solo numbers as well. I generally prefer Angus to uh, Julia, um, but when they work together, uh, the harmonies are really, really good. Um, suggest uh, one of the times you, you check them out. Um, the gig was good. Um, the only thing that my whole night was... I knew that that song wasn't by the bees. The bees are from the Isle of Wight. They're a psych outfit. Um, they had a minor hit with Ellie Amanina, which was a cover of the Osmutantes hits. And they've done sort of soundtracks for Magnus Cider and, and other, other things. I've seen the bees. I knew it wasn't them. But just to be certain when I got home, I checked out the other album that I'd not got by the bees. And uh, I drew a blank. All I had really to go on was uh, a sort of scrap of a lyric I could remember, and it was something about he's he's had a hard life. Well, stick that in Google, and you're going to get multiple tales of woe or uh, adverts for erectile dysfunction. My wife would have probably said, "Oh well, never mind," uh, but I prefer to hit my head against the wall. Um, so in desperation, I uh, I checked for spelling variations for the for the V's, but um, thanks to Wikipedia, I thought found that there was an American band who changed the name to the Silver Seas after discovering that there was a UK band by the same name. Uh, 
I found that they've got a, an album called Ice High Society and using the preview I found a track that was called Hard Luck Tom, Tom and hurrah that was the song that I heard I downloaded the track on iTunes and ordered the album and at 3am I went to bed a happy bunny um, and now of course I know that young people will be now be screaming come on Mr Monotone why did you not use the Shazam and save all that stress well, my darlings, that rather depends on getting the app open in time. Um, hearing the music above a crowd screaming for lager, and sometimes Shazam just shrugs its shoulders and goes, Sorry, pal, I ain't got a Scooby. Because as we know, Shazam is Welsh. So, during the summer, uh, that album was played many times. Uh, and I really on my commute to work, and I really liked it. And I uh, I purchased the uh, the debut album, uh, Starry Gazy Pie, which again proved to be excellent. Now it's a well known fact, uh, known to a select few, that uh, Barry Amazon, the uh, owner of the uh, global online retailer, lives in a mansion constructed from solid gold bricks. He spends his time in a, his cavernous bedroom where he sits atop of a throne, staring at the only solid gold Apple Mac in existence, while wearing his trademark gold hat. I know this, of course, because I paid for his kitchen. In 2010, Barry was concerned and turned to one of his minions and proclaimed that, you know, that Birmingham monotone has not ordered many albums this month. What is wrong? What can we do? So a few days later, I re received an email to say that the Silver Seas have re had released a new album called Chateau Revenge, and which I ordered immediately. The album arrives, and it's uh, it's pretty much perfect. It's got beautiful melodies atop well-crafted lyrics. Okay, it's it's nothing complex. It's it's boy meets girl, boy loses girl, boy thinks about girls. But let's face it. Uh, Motown built a career on that and they didn't do too bad. Uh, Daniel Tashin uh, mentions girls by name uh, quite a lot on this album. We get a Jane and a Candy. Uh, on others we get Caitlin's and Roxy's. It's, it's a pretty good way for a writer to sort of uh, hang a song. We start with a name and then create a backstory. But uh, all the songs well work so well and I could, to be honest, I could have chosen any one. I played the album obsessively for weeks and uh, then it reached a tipping point where I started to sort of order Daniel's solo album and uh, his EP and then I sort of started to track down uh, albums he had songwriting credits on which led me to discover the, the, the excellent uh, Josh Rose and I bloody well buy all of his albums and then start working on the artists at the keyboard player Jason Lenning has produced uh, at this stage sort of Barry Amazon's spinning round on his throne sh shouting free ads to everyone free ads to everyone uh, I know it's not quite an, a normal way to behave and I don't really get this obsessiveness with, with other things I can happily watch a film once and never uh, never watch it again and this all sort of upset Dave and uh, Chris, but uh, I can happily watch a DVD without staring at the extras. Um, it it never went 
with me with sport either. I, I used to go to football for, for years and, uh, you know, I'd come home and, uh, you know, people had asked me in the pub, oh, what was the game like, you know? Oh, well, we lost 2-1 as usual. Uh, yeah, who scored, who scored for you? Uh, Jimmy, Jimbo, something like that. Oh, right. What music did they play at half-time? Ah, Fat Boy Slim, The Temperer, and Baby Bird. You know, things, something stick with, with people. Um, I've gone to record fairs and I've saw these guys sort of, you know, held in obscure sort of um, singles and saying, <laughs> well, of course, I, I must be somewhat on the autistic spectrum. Uh, they're not, you know. Um, I've worked with people on the autistic spectrum and... Uh, that, that in general they don't like noise um they they prefer something that this sort of numeric they, with a sense of order to them um with some people you like something a lot and i think that's the the end of it um the band uh, came out to the uk and did some gigs uh they also did uh jules holland's show and uh and danny baker uh proclaimed them as the uh as one of the best bands uh, going and uh, used the guitar riff uh, off the best things in life uh, as a bed on his five live show. Um, then the band did something quite extraordinary. Um, they they released a, a reworked version of the album sort of six months later and it's uh, Chateau Revenge Blue and it's a, a stripped down, more acoustic uh, approach to it. And to be honest, I know I don't know which which version of the album I prefer. Uh, this is Home and Dry from the Blue Album.
on the original it's uh, sort of a slice of americana but now they the band have transformed it uh, this sort of road song uh by bringing jason's uh piano mel- melody to the front uh, I was actually uh, quite lucky uh, to uh, go and see them uh, where they uh, had one night where they uh, played both versions of uh, of the album with a sort of an interval interval in between. Uh, the band went back to the uh, to the states and uh, but in 2013 came back with uh, another album, uh, Alaska. Um, again, uh, sort of a really good album. Um, Daniel's uh, sort of extended his his repertoire. repertoire. There's even um, a sort of a, a sort of bit of lounge music on there. It's uh, another album worth uh, worth a listen. Uh, since then, we've not had a lot. They're, they're currently working on on new stuff, and they've sort of drip fed us uh, sort of three tracks off it via iTunes. Uh, so fingers crossed they uh, there should be something out uh, uh, later this year and uh, one hopes they uh, they might come out, come and play a few festivals as well uh, so uh, well uh, keep uh, watching the horizon uh, well thanks for listening to this podcast uh, you can follow us on Twitter at 60 minutes with uh, we're on Facebook and uh, you can also uh, keep an eye on the website for reviews podcast news and the odd competition uh, you can also follow me on Twitter uh, I'm at solidair01 yes I know it's a John Martin album and yes I'll probably get around to doing a podcast about it thanks to Cameron and uh, I'll be back in a, in a couple of weeks time with a, a tale of rock and roll moida Thanks and bye-bye.